0: right now though let's talk about what's happening we've had a few more attacks at uh, lrt stations and this just seems to be going on and on and on at least that's my impression so we figured we better get somebody on who's you know who's plugged in knows exactly what's happening and that city councillor, tim cartmel who joins us from the pehesawin ward and he's joining us on the show tim welcome how are you I'm good, Bryn. Nice to hear from you. Thank you. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get started on this. Obviously, we had two people violently attacked in separate incidents here this month in November, but safety on the LRT, you've got to be getting tired of this topic
1: because it just doesn't seem to want to go away, Tim. Yeah, you know, it seems, uh, it seems to keep coming back and coming back and coming back. And I, I will say that You know it has been a point of emphasis to some degree pretty much since the election and and which generally coincides with um um, i don't want to say the end of covid but you know the waning of the covid pandemic and uh yeah it's it's been really tough to try to get our handle on this there's been a number of initiatives a number of teams a a lot of investments and we just keep seeing this kind of stuff happen and happen it's frustrating
0: i'm going to throw in my thoughts and then i'll get you to comment on my thoughts and it is that uh, yeah I'm, i'm like you and everybody else getting tired and tired of hearing about it but we also keep hearing about increased police protection but i'm wondering why we just can't make it harder to hitch a free ride on the lrt because it's right now anybody can just walk on to any platform they can just walk on any train and ride and if there's nobody checking tickets i mean how do we stop that that's my assessment. Do you agree or disagree
1: with that? Am I out to lunch? No, I don't think you are. I think there's a few pieces to that. You know, and, and the, the part of it is that let's just take let's take the you know some of the disorder stuff out of it. Right now, today, on our LRT stage system, uh, we've gone to this tap on tap off system. So you you know you carry a card with you and you you tap it to go on and you tap it to go off but there's nothing to force you to do that uh if you're on the lrt train and one of our peace officers challenge you to to pay your fare you can show them what we call an arc card right uh and that shows that you've got the card but it doesn't show that you've tapped it or not so you know we have no real way of of checking fares and you know one of the things that put a lot of pressure on our budget you know just uh, uh, last week was that we've got a drop in in transit revenue so i I don't know if there's a complete overlap and a complete tie there but there might be there might be some so you know just on fair enforcement alone and making sure that people are paying to get onto that system i think there's some, there's something to be done there
0: just a wild guess on my part the reason why transit numbers are down is because people are getting a little more scared now the the other thing too a lot of transits or subways around the world you just don't get on unless you go pass a turnstile or a guard to get down there but it's almost like the train has left the station here in so many ways because the new line is at ground level and anybody can just walk on. I can't see how you'd be able to put a turnstile there, but I guess you got to start somewhere, do you not?
1: Yeah, and I, you know what I'm proposing in this motion, first of all, is... know, essentially a pilot project, you know, does it work? And you're right. I mean, all those stations on the Valley line are, you know, you're essentially stepping up onto the curb. There's not a lot to keep you from getting into the station. And I don't know that we want to, you know, make them look like baseball dugouts and, and wrap them in chain link fence, right? That's not necessarily what we're after either, but... You know, so I don't know what the solution is for some of those stations. But again, where do we get this this sort of chronic disorder activity is at the downtown stations and stations like Coliseum and Southgate. And those stations both have pretty discrete entries where you could put up a fair gate and at least test the idea.
0: Yeah. I feel very sorry for the security people because they don't look like they're a peace officer. They don't look like they're an EPS officer. They look like they're somebody with a penny, like a, a, an orange or a you know, bright, shiny vest. And, and I just don't know how they're able to do anything. It's, it's, it's got to be frustrating because it's frustrating for me when I go at the Churchill Station for me sometimes is a little on the scary side.
1: So, oh, and it's you know it's it's not clear what our expectations are of those people I don't think, and if it's not clear to me, yeah, you know, what we expect of that security person or or a transit police officer or a police officer, you know what is this the, this the distinction between those three individuals, then it's not clear to the people that are trying to ride the system and just get get to work or get home or get to the game or get to school right so yeah yeah for sure we've got to clean that up and i and i know they're frustrated i you know i, I have heard from a few of our peace officers that have heard about these you know most recent violent incidents and you know they don't want to see that happen either they don't want to see these things happen on their watch they're trying to do so much but they're they're spread so thin you know what is the answer here so and i'm not suggesting that these fair gates are the panacea that are going to solve all wills absolutely not but there might be another arrow in the quiver that uh, helps us get a, a handle on this at least
0: well i know that you along with other members of council had a discussion on the the strategies i guess involved with uh, with this but if it's frustrating for the average rider or just somebody who casually is listening to these stories and realizing they seem to be getting more violent all the time it's got to be really frustrating for you at that level where you've got to try to come up with something.
1: Well, and, and all of it gets, gets conflated, right? Like I have the privilege of representing uh, several neighborhoods south of Anthony Henday Drive. And it takes a long time to get anywhere in those, in you know, from those neighborhoods to any other place in Edmonton. We don't offer robust transit service. And I've got families that whose kids are trying to go to school and and their parents are contacting me. We need more service. We need a regular bus route. We need, you know, more reliable service. And and it's hard for me to justify increasing taxes to invest in those services when the next story in the newspaper is about somebody getting violently attacked on transit, right? It's it's really hard for us to, you know, to make traction here on what should be a safe, reliable way of getting around the city.
0: So I see the numbers are dropping, and that means obviously revenue is going to drop. But to get the safety up to the level we need to get it up to, there's got to be some money in first before we can see the results of it. Is that where there's the real problem here? Is it is the cash thing?
1: Well, it depends on which piece you're talking about. So, you know, we've increased the number of our transit police officers by quite a significant margin. So we're, I think we're up to 93 transit police officers in our force. Uh, the province has pledged 50 more uh, sworn police officers for the transit systems in Edmonton and Calgary, 50 each. It's, it's just taking time to train those officers and get them activated. So there's a bit of a, a time lag here that's at work with the investments already made. Uh, I think that if my motion passes on on Tuesday, then we're going to get a report back from administration that says this is what it costs to put gates in. This is what we expect would be the uptick in fares. So does it pay for Itself just on the fair question, uh, and we can measure whether we get uh, improvements in our safety statistics at the stations that we try it. Do you like the odds of that passing? Uh, well, I don't want to presume the outcome of anything. <laughs> yes. you know, I think that uh, you know if well, let me put it to you this way: if it, the people in my inbox were voting, right, uh, this would pass with without hesitation. Um, so, I, and you know, just what everywhere I've gone to in the last few days where there's been a conversation about this the comments have been supportive and i like i know that this does not get to you know whatever trauma or whatever whatever mental health uh, concern or drug addiction that an individual might be trying to live with when they find themselves in our public spaces i know that this is not a root cause solution by any stretch of the imagination but sometimes we have to put our mind in the space of the person that is just trying to ride the system, I think we need to put our mind in the in the space of the family of that woman who's you know fighting for her life because yeah. of, uh, she did nothing more than try to catch the train. you know sometimes we've got to think about that person too, so mm-hmm. i you know I, I there's a balance here, I think, and I hope that council will at least Explore the idea. This is not approved funding. This says bring us back a report that says what a pilot would look like. How much would it cost and what would we get out of it? It's it's not an approval of anything at all, more than a you know, a proposal effectively. So, so let's get the proposal.
0: Yeah, and so so I was driving over here today and I'm thinking, if this is frustrating to me, it's gotta be very frustrating to you. It's also gonna be frustrating to you the fact that
1: we're frustrated. I know that's confusing, but I think you know where more I'm going about. with that. I hear you. You know, and and sure it is. I mean, I'm you know I'm spending a good part of my day today trying to catch up on my emails, and I, yeah, I'm I'm frustrated sitting here, you know, trying to answer the same question over and over and over again. Yeah, and people are frustrated because they keep asking me the same pro the question over and over and over again. So, you know, when are we going to make some tracks? I you know, I, I, there's there's clearly questions we need to ask about the performance of you know, those those officers that we've invested in and, and, you know, why we're not seeing some of the results that we should. And I think we need to expand our our minds about what other solutions might be out there.
0: Well, you're one of the councillors that represents me. I'm in your writings. You're always great to talk to, uh, sensible, and uh, you're not afraid to actually say how you feel. And I appreciate you coming on the show today. And uh, we'll see how things go on Tuesday, Tim. Thanks, Bryn. Have a okay, day. there you go. Tim Cartmel, City Councillor for Ward Pahesowin.